0: Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudeva. chapter 19, the island of Jambu Dweep, a description of the island of Jambu Dwi. text number nine, and of course it's also Lord Balaran's appearance. This is prose. So I'm just going to read this. Bharate Pivashe Bhagavan Nara Narayanakya A Kaupantam Upachita Dharma Jivana Vairagya Ishvariopasoma. Oh, what a long word. Paramatma Palam Banam. See that? Vairagya Pasoma Paramatma. Alambanam. That's probably the longest word I've ever read. It's <laughs> actually a combination of words. <laughs> Anugrahayat mavatam, anukampaya tapav yakta gatishcharati. Word for word. Bharate in Bharata. In Bharata. In Bharata. Api. Api also. also. Varache the tract of land. Bhagavan, 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 the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Godhead. Nara Narayanakyaha,
1: Naranara, known
0: as Nara Narayan, Akalpa tam up to the end of the millennium, Upachita, increasing, increasing Dharma, religion. Jnana Knowledge. Knowledge Vairagya, Vairagya. Vairagya. Renunciation. Renunciation. Renunciation Or non-attachment Aishvarya, Mystic opulences Upa-shama. Upa-shama. Upashama Control of the senses upparama Freedom from false ego
1: Atma
0: Atma upalambhanam Self-realization,
1: self-realization.
0: Anugrahaya. anugrahaya, to show favor, to show favor. atma vatam, unto, unto persons interested, interested. in self-realization, in self-realization. anukampaya by, by causeless mercy, tapaha, ta-paha. ta-paha. austerities. Ta-paha. Abhyaktagotihi, 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 whose glories are inconceivable, inconceivable Charati executes. executes. Sukadev Goswami continued The glories of the Supreme Personality of Godhead are inconceivable. He has appeared in the form of Nara Narayan in the land of Bharata at the place known as Bhattrika Ashrama to favour his devotees by teaching them religion, knowledge, renunciation, spiritual power, hmm. sense control, Upasama. And freedom from false ego, uparama. Freedom from false ego, that's real freedom. He is advanced in the opulence of spiritual assets and he engages in executing austerity until the end of this millennium. This is the process of self-realisation. Mm. the process of self-realization understanding religion knowledge, renunciation spiritual power, sense control and freedom from false ego Hmm. Purport, people in India may visit the temple of Naranarayan at Bhadruga Ashram just to learn how the Supreme Personality of Godhead in His incarnation as Naranarayan engages in austerities to teach the people of the world how to achieve self-realisation. It is impossible to realise oneself simply by absorbing oneself in speculation and material activities. One must be very serious about self-realisation and the practice of austerity. Under these circumstances, the Lord has appeared as Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to bestow upon the fallen souls the easiest method of self-realisation, technically called cleansing of the dirt from the core of one's heart. This method is extremely simple. Anyone can chant the glorious Hare Krishna Sankirtana Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, 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 Krishna Hare, Hare 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 Rama, Hare, Rama, Hare Rama, Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare In this age there are different forms of so-called advanced scientific knowledge such as anthropology, Marxism, Freudianism, nationalism and industrialism. But if we work very hard under their guidance Instead of adopting the process practiced by Narayana, we shall waste our valuable human form of life. Thus, we shall certainly be cheated and misled. Om Timirandasya Jena Tasmaye Shri Guruve Namaha śrī Chaitanya Mano Vishnam Stapitam Jena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Kadamahyam Vidamte Svapadam Tikam mokam Karoti Vachalam Pangom Lam Gaya Te Tamaham Shri Hmm. So, paritranaya sadhu nam vina sayaha dharma samsthapakam what is it? Yes. dharma samsthapanatha dharma samsthapanatha yes sambhavami samsthapana. yes. yuge yuge dharma samsthapana yes, to establish dharma right? religious principle. well to protect the devotees and to deliver the uh, demons, the Dushkrita, <clears throat> and to establish religious principles. So here we have a description of Nara Narayan Rishi and their purpose, which is to uh, establish Dharma effectively, right? Here, akalpa antam up to the end of the millennium upachitta dharma increase dharma increase religion. Uh, this is this is the purpose. This is the purpose of Naranarayan Rishi to increase dharma. And the characteristics of dharma are described here. Knowledge. Right? <clears throat> in, in modern so-called society, one's measure uh, of success, the measure of success is how much money you have or how many toys you've got, pretty much. Uh, how much you've got how big your house is where your house is situated what kind of car you drive but Vedic culture (coughs) which embraces Dharma as as the highest of principles, the highest. Of, if anything's valued, then it's dharma, religiosity. This is a Vedic culture, not material achievements, but spiritual achievements. And a measure of a person's success is how much they've advanced in these, in practicing dharma, and. That means then cultivation of these qualities. Knowledge. The cultivation of knowledge. And knowledge from the correct source. From the appropriate source. You know, the 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 uh, Vedas are considered to be, are the the, the, the the source of all knowledge. But if it says modern, what does he say, anthropology, all of these different advanced scientific knowledge all is originally the original source is the the Vedas. And of course the 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 cream of Vedic literature is the the, the science of self realisation. And that means you know understand knowledge means you know not how much you know but what you know. And specifically knowledge of the self. Huh? Knowledge. Dharma, knowledge, and then as a consequence of knowledge, renunciation. One who is learned understands the value of spirit well, of spiritual understanding, spiritual practice, and the value of material. Uh, uh, assets and you know ultimately a devotee understands and this is real renunciation is that everything that nothing belongs to me what is it this all is Krishna's this is real renunciation and so Material facilities can be accepted in the bare necessities, if it's for our personal maintenance, but unlimitedly if it can be used in Krishna's service. So, religion, knowledge, renunciation, and then. From that comes spiritual power. Huh? aishvarya mystic opulences. In the translation here, spiritual power. Which is important. Uh, we 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 need to become spiritually powerful. Don't we? Spiritually strong otherwise how are we going to do, how are we going to serve Krishna? one has to become sensually and mentally intellectually and spiritually strong. very important. otherwise the material you know the material energy has two potencies. Maya has two potencies. That which is not, Maya means that which is illusion, right? But the illusory energy has its potencies. One which by which it keeps all of the conditioned souls covered up. So they think, you know, material prosperity is the goal of life. Happiness comes from acquisition of material assets. <coughs> uh, which is Proven time and time again to be unreliable. There are many stories of people who are materially asset rich but personally, spiritually poor and as a consequence, unhappy. So unhappy they kill themselves. They're so disgusted and disappointed with life. What is the point? I worked hard. I acquired all of the things that I thought would make me happy and what am I? Miserable. Right? Miserable. Whereas the devotees don't care for such material things. They're looked after. Effectively we're looked after. If we serve Krishna, we're looked after. And um, we're able to um, cultivate happiness. Right? Real happiness. Satisfaction. Santushtaha right? Complete satisfaction. Uh, what else have we got here? Oh um, spiritual Aishwarya, spiritual strength, Upasama, control of the senses. Uh, control of the senses. When you serve Krishna Krishna is the master of the senses the Rishikesha and when we serve the rishikesha then our senses are automatically controlled by being engaged in service to God service to Krishna Not difficult uh, And then um, uh, uparama, uparama Freedom from false ego So a, a proper understanding of who we are that I'm not the body. I'm spiritual by nature, and I have a body. You know, we can't just we can't say I'm not the body and then just ignore the body because it's it's a it's a tinchabeda abeda tattva. You are the bo- you you're not the body, but you also are the body, right? Simultaneously, one but different, which can be you know they they can cause problems. Schizophrenia, right? Am I the body? Am I not the body? What am I? Who am I? But this uparama, freedom from false identification with the body, is an essential element of spiritual advancement. Huh? And atma upalambanam, self realization. Yeah. Advanced in the opulence of spiritual assets. Hmm. and how do we do this Prabhupada said one must be very serious about self-realisation and the practice of austerity so what's our austerity what's the biggest austerity Huh? there are so many austerities the fact that I have to live with you guys, that's the biggest austerity. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, biggest, here. Uh, here Prabhupada says, unfortunately, the people of this age of Kali do not even know the meaning of austerity. Right? If you mention austerity to people, they say, oh, what's that? How do you How ever you heard? hear the word? Right? Austerity? That doesn't sound very nice. Huh? So the Lord has appeared as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Nichananda uh, to give, to bestow upon the fallen souls the easiest method of self realisation, the easiest method. Easiest. But that doesn't mean that it's not hard. <laughs> yeah. uh, ceto marjanam, cleansing of the dirt from the core of one's heart how do we do that? by chanting Hare Krishna very simple right. so here's our method uh, if we want to cultivate Dharma, religiosity or religion, jnana, knowledge, vairagya, renunciation, aishwarya, opulence, mystic opulence, upashama, control of the senses, uparama, freedom from false ego, atma upalambanam, self-realization, then this is the process, chanting Hare Krishna. Which is quite interesting because it is a simple process. It's an easy process. Not without its challenges, though. But sufficient for us to make advancement in all of these different aspects. Dharma, jnana, vairagya. Aishwarya, Upashama, Uparama, Atma, Upalambhanam, Self-realization. And austerity. This is our austerity, chanting Hare Krishna. So, this is if one wants to cultivate knowledge, Jnana, then one, in this day and age, one is encouraged to learn the science of chanting Chanting Hare Krishna no, that's it's all that's required it's, it's the Yuga Dharma it's the, it's the Jagya or the sacrifice for the current time and even though it's simple one of the problems is or a problem is that it appears just too simple right too easy. Not complicated enough. Yeah. Although, mind you, you have to do, to chant. Every day, you know, and attentively requires effort and, and attention to detail. Austerity, if you like. But it provides, it gives the highest form of self-realisation well the highest you understand you're not the body jeto Dharapranam, Marajanam the the unnecessary unwanted the anatas of material existence are cleansed by the chanting of hari krishna and hari rama uh, today's lord balarama's birthday so we shouldn't forget hari krishna hari rama in fact that's what you know in india the, that's that's what we're known as. Oh, the Hari Krishna, Hari Rama. Uh, of course, the Hare Krishna, Hari Rama are respected, really respected by people, by people everywhere. But especially in, in India, you find the Hari Krishna, Hari Rama people are very, very respected. So, uh, in order to become proficient in chanting Hare Krishna, one has to be strong. One has to be strong. You wake up early in the morning and you chant Hare Krishna 16 rounds, and then how do you feel? enlivened
1: right?
0: but tired <laughs> a full Hare Krishna morning program and after breakfast you're exhausted because you've already done six hours of pretty strenuous work you know, chanting Hare Krishna is keep the mind focused and be and uh, attentive requires effort huh? doesn't just happen by itself if we're, if we're inattentive, then what happens? The mind wanders all over the place. Right? So it requires effort to keep focused. But of course when we're focused on the of Hare Krishna, then we feel the we feel the the opening of our heart. And so that the the we're receptive to the spiritual power of the mantra. And uh, the, 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 the internal the spiritual potency, Hare and Krishna the Supreme and Rama the the supreme uh, the supreme personality of servitude, right? Krishna is the supreme controller and Lord Balaram is his Immediate expansion. It is uh, said that in terms of potency, there's no difference between Krishna and Balaram. Although Prabhupada does make the point that who's who's leaning on who in Krishna in the Krishna Balaram Mandir, who's leaning on who? Balaram is leaning on Krishna. Balarama is the older brother but he's leaning on, the, on Krishna. So Prabhupada says this it indicates that Krishna is the stronger. <laughs> well, he's the original. And Balaram is in a mood of two moods, right? What are the two moods? The two moods of Lord Balaram. What are these two moods? Dasya is the first, yeah. and Krishna Das Kaviraj said, who will not be a Dasya? who is not a Dasya of Krishna? Right. Who is not? Well quite a few people, obviously, right. but they're never ever going to be happy. Dasya, and what's the other one? Sakya. Sakya, he's a friend. He's Krishna's friend. Two these are the two predominant moods of Balarama dasya and Sakya and in that in those in that mood of servitude he appears in different ways Lord Balarama appears in different ways ten ways what are the ten? I don't think I can remember all of the ten. Uh, bed, shoes, clothes, throne, uh, lounge. It's, it's described as a difference between the two different seating places that he, he becomes. The throne, you know, that's where the, the regal majesty sits. And then the lounge is where he just takes it easy... Uh, uh, so his Brahmin thread his crown his padukas so these are all forms that Lord Balaram accepts in a mood of servant right who likes being trodden on raise your hands who likes being lounged on or slept on top of. No, you know, nobody likes being trodden on, lounged on. But Baram happily, enthusiastically, accepts. You know the service of being trodden on. Right? So, in other words, menial, menial, menial servant, which is the meaning of servant, right? Meaning a servant means. Whatever is required, I'll do it. <clears throat> uh, and and so, um, in that regard, we see—you know—we're celebrating now the appearance of Krishna, effectively, right? But in the lead-up to Krishna's appearance. We worship Lord Balaram. Because effectively, if we don't have Balaram's mercy, if we don't have Balaram's creeper, then we can't approach Krishna effectively. We need Balaram's mercy in order to be able to appreciate Krishna. Balaram gives us the key, he gives us the key to. Bhakti right and what's the key what's the key to Bhakti service right it's the mood of service Balaram also represents the spiritual master right the spiritual master is a, an expansion of Lord Balaram also actually the spiritual master is described as an ex- expansion of Radharani also right? but what do they both give us the opportunity, Radharani and Balaram? What, what do they give us? They give us the opportunity to do service, whatever it might be, in whatever circumstance, in whatever situation, no matter how difficult or uh, challenging. Um, uh, the devotee accepts service, and that's the blessing, That's a blessing if one can be, if one can achieve. That position of serving, then one is perfected one, one effectively has perfected one's life. And so Balaram, as the original guru, teaches us that the, the right mentality, the proper mentality is to always remain as a servant, right? Even Krishna, Lord Chaitanya, Gopi Padakamalayo, dasa Anu Das. so this Dasyam is epitomised is embodied or the embodiment of of Seba is Lord Balaram Krishna's first expansion so he appears in these, these ten forms to facilitate Krishna's pastimes both in the spiritual world and in the material world so when uh, um, after the killing of the six uh, sons of Devaki, that are the that are the, uh, the originally the sons of Marici right? Um, and Marichi is, a, is, a, is a, represents the mind, or uh, yeah. Well, actually, the six the six sons represent the mind and the five senses, right? And they were cursed. They were cursed that they would be killed by Kamsa, and um, they were originally the the. Um, uh, not originally, but in a prior incarnation, and this is—it's complicated. But in a prior incarnation, they were the sons of Kalanemi, who is the son of Hiranyakashipu. Right. And and uh, but they went to Lord Brahma to seek shelter and get some boons from Brahma, and that annoyed Hiranyakashipu. So he cursed them. They were cursed by their grandpa to be killed by Comrade. <laughs> right. So, so, and and uh, so after the killing of these characters, materialistic characters, by the way, because they represent the the, the mind and the five senses. Right? And uh, uh, um, the cause of fear, right? And we see that fear manifest in Kamsa. Uh, He was scared because he thought each one of them was Krishna, or potentially could have been Krishna. And, you know, this is the symptom. The symptom of the mind influenced along... Uh, with, the sense, with the senses, because the mind is like the sense within. Then, what does material existence create for us? Fear, uh, fear of the unknown, fear of dying, uh, f- attachment to material things, the, uh, the fear of loss, or loss—you know, the loss of the loss of identity. Especially if we, if we, if we identify with the senses and the acquirement of material facilities, we're always going to be scared because it doesn't last. It's always been taken away from us, right? So, after the killing of these personalities that took birth in the womb of Tavaki, uh, then um, the seventh son, right, of Devaki was who? Balaram, huh? Bala? Yes, Balaram. Yeah. And um, even though Devaki is fully pure, uh, not contaminated by the presence of these individuals in her womb, still. Lord Balaram appeared to pave the way for Krishna's appearance. Right? And he appeared in a form of a bed, he left, you know, he, even though he himself was transferred by Yogamaya Maya to the womb of uh, Rahini. He um, was originally in, in the womb of Devaki. In order to facilitate the appearance of Krishna, he appeared there in the form of a, a bed so that Krishna could lie down and rest, I suppose, have a snooze, more snoozing. Krishna's pastime, and, and it's interesting, isn't it? You know, uh, Mahavishnu, he also likes to sleep. <laughs> That 's why we like to sleep, right? I was reading an article the other day, and they were talking about sleep, and the, there was a question, why do we sleep and the answer is we don 't know <laughs> right? we know the body has to rest, but why does the body have to rest You know, because well, actually you know it all comes originally from Krishna. <laughs> he likes that a snooze, so so do we so anyway. Um, Uh, in the lead up to Krishna's appearance in the lead up to Jyadmashtami we worship Lord Balaram in order to um, become qualified to be eligible to appreciate Krishna and the best way to appreciate Krishna of course is to render service uh, and and of course this is a chanting Hare Krishna we start rendering service to Krishna by chanting and by chanting we're praying Hare Krishna oh energy of the Lord oh Krishna um, oh Rama, please engage me in your service. This is what we, when, we, when we're chanting Hare Krishna, we're praying for engagement. And of course we do that uh, formally and informally under the direction of Krishna and Balarama in in the form of the instructions of the, of the spiritual master, the instructions of the devotees, for that matter.. This is how we render service. We begin our service if you like. Actually, the service begins with hearing, right? Service begins with hearing and what is the instruction? What's the, what's the first instruction? What's the first instruction? What do you reckon? What's the first instruction? Chan Hare Krishna. Chan Hare Krishna. Yes. If you want to solve all problems, all Hare Krishna's solutions are contained in Chant Hare Krishna. All right? This is our solution to everything. What's the problem? You're sinful. What's the solution? Chant Hare Krishna. <laughs> huh? But that's the mood of Balarama. Please let me do some service. Right? Let me serve. So he's like the archetypical devotee, right? The first well, the, the first Bhakta Avatar is Balarama. Right? And, and and you know we see in Krishna uh, Balaram appears in five other forms. Sankasana, as you know, as Balaram, and Sankasana in the different expansions, then Ananta right? And sage is interesting because Sage is the original reciter of the Bhagavatam, right? He started chanting Krishna's glories. We didn't start. He's always, and he can never get to the end. That's why it's called Ananta, right? No end to Krishna's glory. So, he's, and it's described how the Chattus Kumar, the four Kumaras, are listening to Balaram, to Anantasage, Balaram's expansion, uh, glorifying the Lord in, in the form of the Srimad Bhagavatam. So, you know, our Srimad Bhagavatam is, you know, a big book, right? I remember when I went to. Used to go to one of my friend's house, and I saw he had the Bhagavad Gita sitting, you know, those those book stands, right? and uh, he had the Bhagavad Gita sitting there, and I thought, wow, look at that, that's really spiritual. Uh, it really attracted me. Ooh, I, and I thought I want to get one of those, but then I looked at the size of the book Bhagavad Gita, right? and I thought, wow, that's a huge book. How am I going to read that right, and understand it? But you know, the Bhagavad Gita is actually a small book. <laughs> the Bhagavad Gita is a small ball and we've got the Srimad Bhagavatam here but imagine the actual Bhagavatam recited by Sage. Right? you can't actually it's, it's Ananda it actually has no end the glorification of Krishna has no end uh, so in that way Lord Balarama is, a, is, a, is, a, is a, an example right Somebody to be followed, we should always be hearing. Uh, um, always prepared to associate with Krishna and support His pastimes, whatever they may be, wherever they may be. Whether it's Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Lord Nityananda, who are also Krishna and Balaram, and, and you know, this is our opportunity to render service because we're part of. Krishna's pastimes in the Kali Yuga and, and Lord Chaitanya, or Krishna and Balaram's pastimes in Kali Yuga are the Sankhatan Jagya, right? always Jagya. Life should be lived as a practice of Jagya. This is our austerity. Right? It may or may not be enjoyable, sometimes it is supremely enjoyable. Right? You know, I mentioned this before, but you, you notice that when you're on Harinam, when you're on Sankirtan, and you know, you're chanting Hare Krishna and you're in downtown Melbourne, right? Burke Street or Swanson Street. But at a certain point in the chanting of Hare Krishna, you leave Burke Street and Swanson Street or wherever, whichever street you happen to be on, you leave it. You're just not there anymore, you're in in Vaikuntha. And everybody's, you know, in Vaikuntha, what is it? Every word is a song, every step is a dance. This is in the Samhita. So you notice it when you chant Hare Krishna, at a certain point you realise, I'm not in Melbourne anymore. You are in Melbourne, but you're not. Just like you're not the body, but you are the body. Right? You're not in Melbourne but you are in Melbourne. So, you know, this this is really the the, this is Krishna consciousness is changing our mental state so that we understand that we're spiritual by nature. And and of course from that comes that what is it? What were we looking at here? Uparama, freedom from false ego, uh, uparama, which comes from Hari Rama. It's upa uparama, not it's, it's a it's a short a in Rama, not Rama, but Rama. So, um, Balaram exemplifies this 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 in. Uh, this hearing and chanting in the manif- in, in his form as Ananda Sage. So of course, also Ananda Sage is carrying all of the planets on his head uh, as well. He's supporting the whole material creation. And so the other three, is, his other three manifestations are Mahavishnu. Uh, so, uh, Vishnu, so Karanadakasai Vishnu. Chira no, no. Vishnu, Vishnu. Right, the super soul, And again, always rendering service, always rendering service, right? Manifesting the material world, right? And basically that's serving even though that's serving Krishna, but it's also serving all of the living entities. Right? And facilitating all of their desires, even though you know they're just Wasting their time in the material world doing stupid things, right, and always suffering from the, you know, the, the, the six enemies, fear and etc. So, uh, um, the Lord appears in the Lord Balaram appears in five forms, right? to facilitate um, Krishna and his pastimes and to facilitate the living entities and their pastimes uh, in the material world. Of course, all of the activities of the living entities in the material world are um, his dreaming, uh, his sleeping and snoozing and we're struggling hard with the material energy, getting nowhere. Um, but uh, the material energy very powerful, very strong, and um, we take advantage of, or, or we petition Lord Balram because. Lord Balaram is the provider of pleasure right? when we're chanting Hare Krishna we, we experience uh, pleasure. When we engage in devotional service then we feel extremely satisfied and extremely happy. Uh, I was talking to some of the market people the other day, a couple of days ago and they were saying how much they like the devotees. Uh, the devotees just make them feel happy. This is, uh, I think, it's you, no, You're making people feel happy. Right? Yeah, yeah. I so say we love your boys. Right? They're so happy. Right? devotees are happy. We 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 hang around with each other, so we we become familiar with each other, right? But we should never underestimate the impact of the association of a devotee, because a devotee is not. Thinking on a material platform, he's thinking on a spiritual platform, and quite carefree. Uh, it's very attractive, very attractive, and it comes from spiritual strength. That's uh, why we pray on Balram's appearance day. We pray for his blessings and for his mercy. In a form of, you know, happiness. I guess we want to be happy. Who, who? Anybody here doesn't want to be happy? Everybody wants to be happy, huh? And and this is why the devotee association is so important because the devotees show you can be happy without material things, right? You're working your backside off to get material things, and you're never happy, right? Never happy. And um, yet the devotees, you know, n- not so attached to material things. That doesn't really mean that we don't. Because we, we, we identify with everything as belonging to Krishna, then we can use it in Krishna's service. So we still, you know, if you, like Prabhupada said, if you try to take my watch, I'll fight you for it, right? It's not that, you know, we, we, we're. In, we're, uh, what's the word, In um, um, incapable of working out the value of things. Right. Just like Prabhupada was left by one of his disciples alone in a room with an attractive lady, and Prabhupada chastised his servant, Why did you leave me here? So, you know, it's not that a devotee can't understand and appreciate the value of material things. But they see it always in Krishna's service, right? So we we need the association of the devotees to cultivate that mood. Of course, that mood comes from Lord Balaram, <clears throat> and and we seek shelter of Balaram in order to get spiritual. Power. we need to be strong physically and we need to be strong emotionally and we need to be strong spiritually intellectually and spiritually strong and we, we get that strength we get that ability to understand krishna and we get that the strength to understand and serve krishna from balarama so Specifically, Balaram destroys uh, anatas, right? Because anatas are what stops us from making advancement. You know, our attachments to material things, effectively. That's anata. anata. Arta means that which is essential, and anata means that which is inessential or not essential, right? And, and most of our problems are because we are attached to the things that we, you know, that we are in illusion as to what is valuable and what this is not. This is why buddhi or intelligence is required. But we need strong intelligence. We need uh, a strong intellectual understanding of, of our philosophy, Sankhya, effectively, Sankhya, right? Which just means knowing what's what is what twenty-four material elements, understanding the spiritual elements as well, and understanding the science of self-realization. That comes from Balaram. And specifically, there the, are the, 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 the four Anatas, four main types of Anatas, but specifically Balaram destroys which means weakness of heart. All right. That means attachments, attachments to things not related to Krishna. It means kutinati, it means diplomacy or duplicity, cheating, a bit of cheating mentality. Uh, uh, Matsarya, enviousness. For devotees that means envious of other devotees who are making advancement often. Right. or or especially you know those who are in charge right. you're not going to tell me what to do I'll do what I like you say I can't have dashan well I'm going to prove you wrong Huh? Right. how come you're the boss and I'm not the boss that's what that means right. but somebody's got to be the boss right. otherwise how do you organize how do you proper how do you manage anything if somebody's not the boss You can't right? Who's the boss in your house? Right? I have the last say around here You know what it is Yes dear <laughs> right? Somebody's got to be the boss But we don't like it That that boss is not me right? This is a problem for devotees I'm Much sorry, yeah. Envy uh, you're the boss of But what if Balaram is, is, is the example of lack of envy? Right? He's the supreme personality of Godhead, but what does he do? He doesn't get envious of Krishna, he serves. Well, imagine if, if Balaram got envious of Krishna. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Just absurd. Huh? Absurd. But that's where we are. That's where we, we think we can be Krishna. So, okay, see you later. Go to the material world that's where exactly. we let people exercise that, that ins, insanity basically right? but this is we need to be aware of this we worship Balaram to get rid of that enviousness and pratishta the desire to be somebody we see that sometimes in the devotees they want to be the guru well, I'm more advanced than you so you can't tell me what to do well, huh? you seen that? If you haven't, stick around. <laughs> huh? How come you're telling me what to do? Basically because we need to have some organisation and some structure, whether the person's more advanced or not. It doesn't matter. Our mood is service. And we should be able to appreciate and recognise Okay, there's service needs to be done and somebody's got to organise it. Right, I, I remember. I used to think, how come Balaram always gets served Pushyam first? Right? Because he was the temple president. Right? How come the temple president always goes first? Why can't I go first? Right? This is this is. The, I wasn't thinking like that, but well, I guess that's what it means. Right? It's called envious, envious. And sometimes Balaram used to chastise us too. I got chastised more than once. And I was upset. Well, what are you getting on my case for? I didn't do anything wrong. Of course, I didn't like the fact that he was a devil president. But that's another thing. So, um, we need to be careful about our Anatas. And especially we pray to Lord Balarab, please let me be a servant. Please let me be strong in my devotional service. The strength comes from Lord Balarab. And you know, as Jiradhakasai Vishnu, all of the incarnations come from him, right? And so, you know, look at this as Lord Varaha, when the earth planet dropped into the into the bottom of the universe, who got it out? It was Lord Varaha. So, how strong would you have to be to pick up the earth right, and reinstate it? Here's another one uh, uh, Matsya Korma right? When the demons and the demigods were churning the milk ocean, they needed a um, a, a churning rod, I guess, right? But they didn't have anything, and so they got a mountain, a Mountain, wasn't it? Big, huge mountain, but was, who did they put it on? Right? Korma. Korma another incarnation of Balaram, because all of the incarnations of the Lord, except for Krishna, Krishna's two Bhagavad Swayam, Krishna's the original Krishna. But all of the other incarnations are expansions of Balaram through, you know, Mahavishnu, Chir- uh, Vishnu, Chiridokasaya Vishnu, right? So, and, and so on, you know. Uh, uh, Nishringadev appeared to fight Hiranyakashipu. Hiranyakashipu was, you know, had subjugated all of the demigods and everybody was serving him. Right, Said so very very powerful extremely powerful but Lord Neshringad finished him off after playing with him for a little while so again that power comes from Balaram. so we, we pray to Balaram, please please give me that service attitude please give me the strength and please help me remove uh, these anatas of, of you know that cheating kind of mentality the the, um, uh, um, the, the enviousness of others and um, the attachment of things not related to Krishna and the desire to be somebody you know you already are somebody you're a servant that's big right although small it's still no it's big and that's what a devotee is known for is their service attitude a number of devotees I remember you know they would join the temple and we say this guy's a real bhakta, right God, oh, this guy's a baxter because you ask him to do something, sure, <laughs> off he goes and does it. Then he comes back and he says, "What's next?" Huh? And you give him some uh, another service, and phew, off he goes and uh, super enthusiastic, just does it. This is a symptom of a bhakta as he loves to do service. And then when he's finished the service, okay, what's next? <clears throat> huh? No, you know, hey, how come I've got to do this? Why? why? Why can't I tell you what to do? <laughs> it's not the mood of a devotee, actually, because even though, even though the spiritual, you know, we, the the guru is called the spiritual master, right? But actually, he's a servant, you know, and and that's the quality of Lord Balaram is to be that that servant, and of course, we see that in Srila Prabhupada And we see in Śrīla Prabhupāda also that spiritual strength because Śrīla Prabhupāda was quite diminutive. He's quite, you know, physically small but, you know, spiritually powerful, super powerful. And that's because of his service. That's because of his service mood.
1: You know, when you think about it, Śrīla
0: Prabhupāda coming to the West with pretty much an impossible mission you know really when you think about it impossible that one person could establish a, a global spiritual movement like Srila Prabhupada did um, and you know coming with nothing literally well some books basically but literally nothing um, that required deep deep faith and deep commitment and strength, spiritual strength despite the odds despite the difficulties just keeping that mood of service and that's why the spiritual master is called the master because his senses and his mind his intellect his whole self is in that mood of surrender of of service and that way sets the example and so I therefore can then instruct the disciples. And so why we you know we worship the spiritual master. Effectively, Balaram's manifestation of his mercy is he manifests in the form of the spiritual master to guide us. First of all, by example, right? Acharya means one who teaches by example, and then praja by instruction. And and the the mercy or the, the, the pride of the disciple are the instructions that one's received from the spiritual master. Even if not immediately execu- executable, right? Even if not immediately executable. We see that. Srila was told to preach in the West in English at the age of, what, 23? 23. When he was young, just married with family. But Bhakti Siddhanasavati Thakur said, you know, this is what you should do. Of course, mind you, he gave that instruction to many people. But of course, not many. Only one was really effective in doing that. And of course, Bhakti Siddhanasavati Thakur later on said to his other disciples, he'll do everything. So Bhakti Siddhanasavati Thakur, very prescient. Right? And detached. Because he'd established the, uh, the Gordia But then he told Srila Prabhupada you know there will be a fire in a mutt. He knew that it would break up. Everything that he, well not everything that he worked for but certainly. But yet he was satisfied because he knew that Srila Prabhupada would go on to establish. And he told him whenever you get money print books. And of course that's what Srila Prabhupada did. You know up to the last he was translating uh, the Bhagavatam. So um, we 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 receive Balaram's mercy through the instructions of the spiritual master. The spiritual master is an expansion of, of Balaram in that mood of service. And and we surrender to the spiritual master because the spiritual master has demonstrated his or her uh, capacity to surrender to serve and that dedication, that, that faithful that that uh, shraddha, that faith in in following uh, following the instructions of the Guru and the desire to render service. Okay, so I might finish here. Does anybody have any comments or questions? Um, I do.
1: If, uh, Trying to understand? Yeah, um, if we can equate uh, jagya and austerity tapa, it always tapa
0: part of the Jagia. Is it? I'm just to I think so. I yeah. Yes. It. Yeah. Austerity is, is is a sacrifice because you're sacrificing your immediate sense. Gratification or satisfaction for the um, benefit of somebody else. But the interesting thing is, even though we may sacrifice for ourselves, ultimately we benefit in in the sense of sense control, mind control, and you know, service effectively. So yes, so, uh, sacrifice, tapa austerity. Uh, is is a, an element of sacrifice. Yep. Sense control, and of course, you know, we do it through sankirtan. Effectively, that's our you know rather than you know sitting on blocks of ice in winter or surrounded by fire in summer and. You know, fasting and all that kind of stuff. Um, Chanting too much. Can you believe that? You know, chanting too much. Can be real austerity if you chant too much. Because you begin to resent it. Right? So that's why Prabhupada said, chant 16 rounds. That's... Enough for purification, because you know, there are those who say, oh, you know, you should be chanting 64 rounds. Well, hang on, our, our founder of Acharya said, no, just chant 16. You just can't maintain that kind of. It's a special person that can do that. I was trying to
1: also to understand that process of Jackie and tapa together. Yeah. Because What is actually Kali Yuga, Jagya and Tapa, prescribed for for us?
0: For us, 16 rounds, the four regulated principles, that'll be enough. Jagya and Tapa.
1: And at the same time, for example, if if we want to take a talk about austerity, it's it's more like a demand, because physically it's. Well, it's not part of our process, but it's more the mind, the attitude, that you were mentioning. That for chanting, for example, you need, focus, listen, need to focus, be focused, listening, etc.
0: Need to focus, yes, You yeah, Need to focus on chanting,
1: and at the same time, the the attitude and the mood when we do service as well.
0: What's that last bit?
1: The attitude and the oh, the attitude when we do the service. Yes. We the mind as well. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's an austerity, I guess. But you know, see, sadhana basically means practice, right? And so we're practicing to have the right mood and the right attitude. And at the same time, they spiritual strength to maintain that. Yes, you need spiritual strength because. Otherwise, you become exhausted. Phew, I just chanted sixteen rounds, but I feel exhausted. Huh? So probably not a bad idea to have a rest. <laughs> oh, that's what I, you know, if I've these days. When I was younger, I used to be able to do it, but now, <laughs> if I have a full morning program and I've chanted all my rounds, and um, after breakfast, I feel quite tired because that is, you know, you're up at four o'clock. And you've gone for five hours, pretty much, till nine o'clock. You've just been... (laughs) Uh, So if you feel tired, it's okay. You probably are. Have a rest. And then you'll feel better. I remember um, uh, Bhakta and... and, uh, Jumunaracharya and um, uh, what was his name? There was a, anyway, these were devotees that were um, householders and they were the TMers. You know? And um, uh, I joined uh, a few, maybe a year before and um, but, and, and, uh, and here's a bit of soria for you um, I had to go I had to you know go to the morning program and, and uh, chant my rounds with the ladies or I was going to uh, the market right and in those days you bought the veggies and the flowers right you did both and uh at that stage, I wonder, and later on I was also going out on Sankatan as well, so I was, you know, had a full on, we had a full on program, and you went, you know, after, after breakfast, sleeping was Maya. <laughs> right? Maya. Right? And so these TM guys come along, and Baram and uh, whoever was preaching, they decided, oh, after breakfast you could have a rest. I think, what's it? What's going on here? What is well, this mire? You know, these guys—they're pampering them. They go to have a rest after breakfast. I got to work. Well. I got to, you know, go out on sanctation or whatever it was that I was doing. You know? And um, but actually, you know, I've discovered that actually having a rest when you're tired is not a bad idea because, it, you know, sleeping is actually part of intelligence. It's a function of the intelligence. And if you don't rest properly, what happens? Okay. What happens when you don't rest enough? Okay. You'll fall asleep. Yeah. You go to Bhagavatam class and
1: okay.
0: <laughs> right? you wake yourself up snoring. <laughs> Hope nobody noticed that you were snoring. Uh, or, or you know, you'll become emotional. You become emotional, you'll just lose it. Right? Yeah. You know. Especially the ladies. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Not I mean, uh, the, 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 it doesn't happen these days so much. We leave people up with their own devices. But, you know, uh, earlier the, the girls would come to me and they would be a bit emotional. And usually I'd just say, just go and have a bit of a snooze and then come back. they <laughs> go and have a sleep and, uh, and I'd say, you know, and everything, okay? yeah, it's all right, Everything's all right. It's all without now." <laughs> so sometimes... Or many problems can be resolved by just having a sleep. <laughs> <laughs> this is how complicated life can be, you know. Just gonna have a sleep, you'll be alright. And then after they've had a rest.
1: What was that problem again? Ah no,
0: it's okay, so you'll be all right. But uh, yes, tapasya, Tapasya. There's an appropriate kind of tapasya. We don't need to add more. Right. I remember when um, when I first went to, the first year I went to India and I, made, I took a vow I'm going to chant 32 rounds every day uh, so <coughs> uh, full morning program then we would go out on Parikrama and uh, you know different things and then at 4 o'clock I would go to the temple room and chant another 16 rounds right and I did it for all the time we were in Mayapur, which was a couple of weeks. But whew, you know, towards the end there, that was an effort, that was an effort. And, um, and, and then ironically what happened was we went to, we went to Puri, 32 hour bus ride to Puri, which was <laughs> crazy. And then uh, I think I kept up the chanting in Puri, but then we went to Vrindavan. And my first day in Vrindavan I went down to Lloyd Bazaar and uh, when we went to, I think it was Ganga Prashad's shop, one of the, one of the cloth wallers' shop, they gave me a, a glass of, you know, they always give you a drink when you go to the wallers, right? You, so, you know, because they want to sell you something, so they... And it's hospitality, it's, it's, it's a whole cultural thing. But anyway, I drank that very quickly and then all of a sudden I felt my temperature change, right? I thought, uh-oh, something's not right here. <laughs> and then uh, uh, the next day I had a fever and a headache and uh, basically flu, I think it was, you know. And so, you know, uh, I, was having, I was struggling to get 16 rounds done, not speak speaker 32. I was, just, you know, couldn't get up in the morning, couldn't go to the morning program, so it was just a mess. Huh? So yeah, be careful at taking on too much austerity. You know, you, you won't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Doing sixteen rounds is good enough <laughs> for most of us. Okay, there will be exceptions. Fine. In our in our case, would be just to follow the four principles as I've said. Four principles, sixteen rounds, and you know, for us, morning program, morning program. Morning program. Sadhana, see the deities, chant Hare Krishna, hear the philosophy, stay awake. I, I remember, you know, you get through Mongol Arctic and then it's time to offer the obeisances for Tulsi. And offer the obeisances to Tulsi and then fall asleep. <laughs> You wake up realise everybody else is standing up, you know. Namo, Namo, what's going on here? Can we understand that the, the
1: concept of austerity changed over the time when we practiced
0: the, the process? Well, the irony of it is, is that spiritual advancement breeds spiritual strength. And then you naturally can do austerity. Try to add austerity without the spiritual advancement, and what do you got? Yes. Showbol. Show off. Which is again pratishta. Yes. Right? A desire to be somebody. I gotta be somebody, so I'm gonna be more austere to show that I'm somebody. But actually, if it's if it's driven by personal ambition, it's not gonna last. Uh, I was thinking
1: more in the sense that uh, in the beginning we can call austerity, that yes. requires a lot of kind of uh, determination to it, but after sometimes it doesn't require it, because coming naturally and you enjoy it. That's, that's right. That
0: exactly. Because it's part of spiritual life to be austerity. It's mentioned here, right? What was it? Uh, jnana, then after knowledge, Vairagya. And, and in the beginning of the Bhagavatam, It explains, Sukadeva Goswami explains, is it Sukadeva Goswami? I think so. He explains how Vairagya is a natural um, corollary to bhakti. Knowledge and, what is it, Jnana and Vairagya uh, appear ahoitiki, just naturally, without any cause. Because it's, you know, you chant Hare Krishna you study the Bhagavatam, you do service, you get realizations. You you realize, wow, I'm not the body. Woohoo! Right? You chant Hare Krishna and you feel, you know, the people talking about opening up their chakras and stuff, right? If you want to open up your chakras, (laughs) chant (laughs) Hare (laughs) Krishna. One time, Prabhupada was, you know, my devotee was asking Prabhupada, you know, when you chant Hare Krishna, do you see lights? And <laughs> Prabhupada said, keep chanting, I'll go away. <laughs> but you, but salagamam susukam right? It's joyfully performed. It gives direct perception of the self. And if the self is such a when you get connected to yourself, then naturally you feel. And, uh, enthused, surcharged, so right? Huh? And we see that in Kirtan. Huh? When we greet the deities we're all, all reverential huh? offer our obeisances and say prayers and so forth. But then in the Kirtan that's when it all comes out. Because in kid Sankirtan is one of the Panchanga bhakti you know, one of the five elements of bhakti and and precursors to to prema, right? To ecstasy. To, and so we feel happiness. In the association of devotees, we feel just like those the, the people at the market. The boys go there to pick up supplies and stuff, and they feel it. Oh, we really like your your boys, right? There's something interesting happened the other day to me and a chincharu, the the there was a knock, there was a ring at the door, we're not expecting anything. And um, there were some flowers from her sister, right? And she said, Thank you for being my sister. <laughs> you know? And then a uh, half an hour later, the Tint was went out to see if the mail was there or something. And in the mailbox, in the letterbox, was a bunch of lavender, right, and that was one of our neighbours, right, and she said, here's some lavender, it's not the best, but um, for you, right, and and I figured what had happened because the next door neighbour to her, one day I was complimenting her on her lavender, and she said, oh, would you like some? Right. And so she, bundled, and I told her, yeah, I'll use it for my daily puja. I'll use it for my worship, my daily worship. Right. So she must have told, this is the only way I can think of it. She must have told Lyndall, the lady next door. <laughs> uh, and so just, boom, out of the blue, boop, pops up the a, a bunch of lavender. So, you know, she's inspired just to give Give to the devotees. So yeah, people. will people like actually to serve. See, so, and this, this is that service mood. People actually like to serve because it, it's pleasurable. That's why Lord Balaram serves because he likes it. He enjoys it, right? and we enjoy it too. If you didn't have any service to do, what would you do? you would be complaining. Hey, what's going on here? <laughs> and then we see that with the Duetis. One of the reasons why they get upset is you know we're trying we're trying to keep the numbers down so that we minimize the risk of having the temple closed. You know, it's a desire to keep the service going. That's why we do it. And you know there's 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 virus in middle park and St Kilda and COVID. It's close to you know we shouldn't underestimate the potency of the of the virus. So we want to minimise... But what the devotees is doing is they're, they're adding two people to do the service now so they can come to the temple. It's like, no, don't do that. But they think, you take my service away. Huh? You took my service away. But no, we didn't actually. We told you to go home and chant Hare Krishna. <laughs> Your service now is to go home and chant Hare Krishna. And... Uh if you, if, you, um, if you want to see the Deities, then go on, on YouTube, right? uh, Rajaraj is here to serve you. Is it you who did, doing the video? Yes. Yeah. And it's fantastic. You actually get a better Darshan, realistically you get a better Darshan if you stay at home because you, see the, you can see everybody up close. Uh, here, everybody's very far away, and so the devotees are thinking, "You're taking away my service." And yeah, in one sense, we are, but it is for a higher cause, and that is, you know, we can't have, we shouldn't have devotees coming to the temple. We already had the police, you know, come and check out what we're doing. So, and and we want to protect the the temple residents. Um, so that we can maintain a service because if somebody gets the virus here then you know we close the temple down you, can, you won't be able to serve you won't be able to do anything we don't want that huh? so it's not a mean nasty plot to you know harass people but it's just practical organisation at this point in time while we negotiate, navigate you know the the, the vagaries of this uh this pandemic, effectively. Okay. Contravation Bhagavatam ki jai. Shri Sri Baladeva Purnima ki jai. Sri Krishna janmashtami in, what, eight days? Eight, uh, one, yeah. Eight days. Ashtami. Yeah. Sri Prabhupada ki jai. Dora
1: Bhaktar ki jai. Krishna.
0: And, and I should also offer my obeisances to Gorgavinda Maharaj whose uh, book I read you've got a lot of that information out of it, if you're wondering where I go from